Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained podcast and our edition about the Italian league. Nicola, Roni and I, Bogdan. And so without any further to do, let's start with the semifinals in Italy and the enough is not enough final between Lube and Perugia for, I believe, for third time in a row. Lube beat Trento, three wins to one. And uh, with the exception of the first game where Trento uh, succeeded in winning uh, 3-2 as a guest, uh, by the way, that, that's also an interesting uh, thing to note. Uh, to note. Uh, in, the, in the next uh, three uh, matches, Lube lost just one set, even though some of the sets were very equal. So I will now give the floor to Rone, because, and then, of course, to Nicola, because he is very sad now for with all this happens with Trento. But let's let's give the floor to Rone, uh, and the word is yours, Rone. First of all, this is, uh, this is a sports. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I'm prior to this uh, series. Uh, Trentino, for me, had the slight advantage because what uh, has been happening in the Lube Luca room with the fight, with the sack of uh, Ferdinando de Giorgi, the elimination from CF uh, Champion League, and of course the two COVID cases that uh, Leal and the Checo had. So uh, with that being said, the first uh, match was uh, was the best for me uh, in every in every aspect because. Let's face it, it was the most interesting match in this series. Uh, I thought that Lube, after winning set, uh, set two and three, I believe, uh, they will close it because they, they, they seem superior in some ways. But, um, and this is my opinion, I know Nicola had his opinion, the Trento took uh, the opportunity, they saw the opportunity when Osmani Guantelena had to be uh, treated with, the, I, I, I believe, a little, a little uh, finger injury, and he went to the bench. Uh, Lube was winning by three points in the, in the fourth set. So, yeah, uh, after that, uh, Kovar, because Blangini didn't want to hear about Marlon Jan, Till the last game, Kovar uh, make his entrance, and uh, people expect that he performed like almost the Modena series, of course, and it, it didn't happen, uh, especially because Ricardo Lucarelli was playing super, and maybe it wasn't the series of Nimir, but he was uh, a good uh, uh, weapon on serving, and they had the help of. Podrash Canning and Lee Sinek, which are, uh, of course, uh, 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 strong weapons in this team. And, and that's it, because the real problem with this squad of Trentino, for me, after that game was, first of all, Toto Rossini on the performance. Every, every, let's say, not every, but in the last two games, on the performance with reception, uh, the Koi Micheletto situation, uh, first, I don't know why uh, Lorenzetti didn't uh, bring Micheletto earlier in the game, because Koi, I believe he's, uh, he's on vacation since the end of the season. So, yeah, that was for me the, the low point of uh, Trentino. And, of course, the, the good serving of Lube Civitanova didn't help for the setting uh, to Yanelli for uh, some two, especially Nimir, who was uh, really bad in attacks percentage. And yeah, the first game where Trento win by a small differential. And then uh, it happened what everyone didn't think it was possible. You know, two games on Pala Trento, 3 0 for Lubecimitanova. Uh, even if I am blind uh, fan of Lube Civitanova, I really didn't think that would be possible because, you know, 
the record of Trentino this season in, in Palo Trento, but uh, uh, we will have to make a stand ovation to Robert Landis Simon, who was the, the best player of this series, not only because he he's such a, a, a strong force in the, in the, in the court, but he, the guys serve well, block well and attack well, uh, especially these last uh, two games. So, uh, and of course the performance of the second game. So yeah, 3-1 to Lube. Trento for me could have been uh, do it better, but uh, things uh, like the entire season didn't go through with this Trento squad, who now have the opportunity to win his fourth Champions League in in three weeks, I believe. So yeah, this this is all for me. Yeah, you you, you basically said it all. I mean. At the end, it, it happened what we have predicted since the beginning of the season, that the, the final uh, would have been Lube-Perugia uh, and, and Lube, for me and for Bogdan, would be the team that, that would win the title. Trento played, as you said, the, the first game, driven by the euphoria of the Champions League final just conquered against uh, Perugia. And for those four points when Juan Torreña was out, uh, they took advantage of it, but we also have to mention that in the in the previous set, Trento was down by six, seven points just a couple of times. They were always able to get neck to neck until the end of uh, uh, of the set. They eventually lost them, but I mean, they they never give up that particular game. But game two was the game that decided the series. The only chance for Trento to have a shot for the final would have been carry on the momentum of game one and win game two. And that was the only way. Before the game, I was talking with my brother and I told him, if Trento win, they will have a chance to advance. If Lube win, the semi-final is over. And, and that's basically what happened. Trento had the chances to win the first set and flip the second after being down 30-20. Uh, they wasted it uh, to vital counters error with Abdelaziz and with Lisenak in the second. And actually in the second, they always been a little bit unlucky because they were down 20-22. Abdelaziz was on fire from the service line and already found three sets. It was a, a lot of services in a row. They served very well. The reception of Lube was not on point. The ball went in the the court of Trento and hit Micheletto on the on his foot. So the point uh, went to Lube and instead that being just one point uh, behind, uh, Lube went three points up. And you're right, Ronnie, uh, nobody probably expected Trento to give up two, two games losing 3-0 on his home court. But we always have to mention that four of these sets were being decided by a breakpoint. There were four sets ending up 23-25. And in two of these sets, Trento uh, reached the 23rd point uh, before Lube. And then, and then you see the difference uh, between a team who's uh, trying to make the, the next step, let's go like that, and a team of players which are uh, really into this game since the past five, four years. I mean, the difference made by the play from uh, Juan Torena and uh, Robert Landi Simon in those two, uh, let's call neck-neck sets that could have changed the outcome of game game two, especially. Uh, there were super class. Uh, th there's nothing to do. When you face a team like that and uh, in the crucial moment, the player show their class, you, you just have to, to clap and... I mean, I don't even feel disappointed by, by those losses. They had the chance, Trent had the chance. They wasted on the other side. The champions played like champions. And except for maybe Leal in the first game, uh, then the entire team of Luba basically kept an eye level all series long. Uh, it's not that, uh, I mean, something that decided it, but three games won by Luba, three different uh, MVPs. Uh, one Le uh, once Leal, once uh, Simon, once La one Torreña. Even if for me Simon should have been the MVP also of the 
the fourth the game. Last match. Yeah, yeah mm. because it was unstoppable, as you say, on, on every every phase of the game where there is blocking, attacking, on or serving. And you really hit the point of what I thought about uh, Trento. Uh, Abdelaziz had a terrible uh, series in attacking. In four games, he never went above 40%. But to me, there are three reasons. First of all, the reception was not so good and Gianelli had to run for all over the court and the sets were not so so good for Abdelaziz. Second, it was constantly double blocked by by the the Luba players. So he always had to face at least two opponents. And then in my opinion, he felt like he had to do something more to get the point than was actually needed. And he made a lot of mistakes. So instead of trying good shots or to get a, a block out or something like that, he insists on, on hits that's, that were very difficult and they missed a, a lot of it. Micheletto Koi, Micheletto is 19 years old. You can't expect him to carry on the attack. And he was the starter in the first two games. And then Lorenzetti tried with Koi because Micheletto was struggling in reception and didn't was so efficient in, uh, in attacking. So he, he had to change something. It doesn't work, but, but at the end, Really, I was more disappointed after the loss with Perugia in the Italian Cup. That loss is the loss that, as Dare, the Trento general manager, said, they met the the goals that they had, the minimal goals, which was qualifying for the semi-final. They tried to, to get to the final. They could have done something more, but they faced, which is still the best team around. So there's nothing to be worried or ashamed. You covered a lot of the topics I, I noted uh, beforehand, but I would like to, to mention this uh, Micheletto Koi problem uh, in a little bit more depth because I believe that in the first episode of our uh, Volleyball Explained podcast, the Italian edition, uh, this was the preseason podcast, we commented, uh, as, uh, I, as I can remember, that With Koi and Lucarelli, Trento is going to have problems against the best teams because they are not that good in reception. Neither Koi or nor um, Lucarelli are, are receivers like, uh, like for example, Juan Torena, because Juan Torena can cover more than one third of the of the of the court. Uh, This lack of problems, especially in the in the middle of the season, uh, ends of 2020, beginning of 2021, was prevented due to the great shape of Micheletto. Uh, I believe when Trento beat Luba 3-0, uh, one of the Italian commentators in Rai said something like, he receives good, he, re- uh, he attacks good, he serves good. So... Uh, he was in great shape, but now he is not. And and uh, Lorenzetti was trying all games long to find this balance between the, let's say, the better reception of Micheletto, because in principle it is better, and uh, the for sure the better attack of Koi, uh, because in this series the attack of Micheletto was a little bit soft. Uh, and uh, was, I believe that he wasn't able to do it maybe because of the fact that when you're playing against the champions and they're playing on that high level like Luba played you don't you are not able even to find balance between two players you need to have a, a player who is able to do both and and uh, and when Micheletto was in shape uh, he was able to do it and uh, and when Koi is in play His reception in principle is not his strength. I, I remember a match uh, between Bulgaria and the Netherlands and Koi was still playing for Netherlands back then in the 2015 European Championship played in, uh, uh, in Bulgaria. It was a match of the group stage and uh, our head coach back then, Pramen uh, Konstantinov, said to the players to, to float surf exactly at Koi. So it, it doesn't matter left or, or his right side exactly at him. And that, this means that according to, to stats, he is not, he's not, not, not just uh, uh, 
not a good receiver, but maybe a weak receiver as well. So I believe this this was the the biggest problems. Uh, they they received uh, pretty bad, and they were and then they were not able to compensate on a high ball like like Lube did uh, in several occasions. And of course, I'm uh, totally uh, in uh, in agreement with with uh, with the statement that that uh, with the exception of, of Leao in the first and probably also in the fourth game, all other players were on a very high level almost for the for the whole four matches. Uh, Leon, for uh, not Leon, of course, uh, Simon for sure, the MVP of the whole series, but also. Uh, Juan Torren, of course, Richelitschke uh, played a great series. Uh, Fabio Balazzo, maybe maybe the best uh, the best matches uh, since he started playing as a regular in Lube. Uh, also, of course, the Czech Anzani, all players, all players, including including those uh, who uh, started uh, at the bench and then entered the game. We also yeah. Let me let me say this. Uh, I. I tell you guys in the in the chat, in the group chat, that uh, Simon now holds the record for most aces for a middle blocker in a season of Italy in every competition. This means Coppa Italia, Posto Cinco, uh, playoff and regular season with 67 aces, passing France Gran Borca, and Alessandro Fey when they play it as middle blockers. Yeah, we Like everybody knows, these players uh, switch positions. Uh, and the, uh, after 2004, I believe I saw in Athens 2004, uh, Fey playing as a middle blocker still, uh, due to the fact that the mighty Sartoretti was uh, still the, the opposite of Italian team. But yes, now Simon has the, this uh, record, which uh, by any means is not so important. But for him, uh, after playing five seasons in Italy, he, he did it. So the, this is a remarkable thing to do. And uh, with 33 uh, years of age, so uh, let's, let's remember, I, I think when Faye and Gramborka did it, they were on on his young on his twenties or twenty eight. So, so yeah. Uh, and other thing is the, the 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 trust that that Blangini had on on Marlon Jan, because when Marlon entered, I thought, damn, now Trentino will win it all because we all saw what Marlon did in the first game versus Modena. He wasn't really that great in reception, but he only made two errors, the, the, the same amount that Micheletto did in, in that match, two errors on reception. Uh, he didn't spike uh, too much because, of course, the Checo don't trust a kid of 20, uh, 19 years old to, to carry on, but uh, he, 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 he made the, the decisive ace in, in, set, in set two. Uh, opening the advantage, uh, uh, I mean, doing a break point to win the set. And uh, this is important, guys, because Micheletto uh, and also Jan are appointed to be the future of this champ championship. I don't know if Jan, of course, will play a long time of his career in Italy, but is this will uh, this is probably, you know, because he has the influence of his manager of course, the Cubans there. Uh, but uh, uh, we will we, we'll be interesting to see these two these two players in the future. Uh, we all remember in the Seth Seth podcast, uh, like how how those two uh, panelists were talking about who is better. I don't like to to too much this discussion because I know what Nicola think. Ronnie always say the Cubans are the best. The Cubans are the best. I, I'm joking all uh, most part of the time, uh, but I'm proud as a Cuban to be part of this uh, party of uh, the Italian league uh, volleyball. So yeah, uh, Lube is in the final now. Let's comment on the second semifinal, which for me was uh, pretty quiet. 
and I was expecting a little bit more resistance from Monza, but in the end, it is what it is. Uh, Monza is a normal team, and Perugia also taking out Leon is a normal team, but the Leon factor once again <laughs> prevailed. Let's uh, let's make uh, uh, just a small break for uh, a little advertisement in the in the podcast because. Uh, because our uh, <clears throat> our volleyball explained and not also volleyball explained f- uh, fan uh, David Gador from Poland he uh, he published uh, the book The Way of a Champion Strength and Conditioning Guide for Volleyball Players and if you are well into volleyball as you, I believe you are for sure if you are listening to our uh, podcast you can uh, you can develop your uh, fundamental knowledge on uh, physical development in volleyball and physical exercises, so which can, of course, improve your uh, physical shape. Uh, and for uh, only nine, uh, $9, you can you can buy the book, The Way of Champions, Strength and Conditioning Guide for Volleyball Players by David Gadua. And especially for the fans and followers of Volleyball Explained with a promo code Volleyball Explained, well explained, you can uh, use a 20% discount from the price of the ebook uh, of uh, David the Wave of Champions. So I will put the link in the in the description of the podcast. So we are able, if you like uh, this idea and uh, the concept of this book, to to buy it and to learn more about physical knowledge in volleyball. And uh, that was we can now uh, continue with. Uh, with Perugia and Monza, like Ronnie said, easy for Perugia. I can admit that I wasn't able to to watch a lot of the of the matches between the between the two teams. Most of the first match, but after that, uh, not that many. I was concentrated uh, honestly more in uh, Trento and Lube, and uh, three wins for Perugia: three two, three one, and uh, three to zero. Uh, but the only thing I could say, and that's very strange for me, taking into account that uh, they had three wins, is that uh, this uh, permanent rotation of opposites in Perugia carry zone, uh, both Muzai and Terhorst played in the first match, only Terhorst played in the second match. Uh, uh, as a regular starter in the in the different sets, and uh, both of them played also in the third match, which is totally un- understandable for me. Well, for- uh, I think uh, sorry, but uh, I think for uh, for Monza they they did it really great this season. You know, coming up as uh, one of the candidates to take that fourth place from Modena with the fact that Modena didn't invest so much this season. And, uh, yeah, were them, Piacenza. Modena, you know, because of the name, we could think that they will probably step up, but it didn't happen. So uh, they were the fourth place, and they will play Seth Cup, I believe, next season. Uh, I really didn't like the idea because, you know... uh, if Trentino had the chance to play previous the previous phase round, why not them? But I know that this round was played because of the COVID, and to have and to have uh, and to give uh, more chances to teams to you know advertise his brands uh, on on uh, uh, Europe soil. So you know uh, yeah, the, so, the, the, the league wasn't over yet, so it wasn't. Also, not, not not so. I mean, correct to to promote uh, the the teams directed from the Champions League and taking others out. Consider that Trento was still in the hunt for the past Champions League. I mean, when they stopped the Champions League last year, Trento was the quarterfinals. So they give and the same opportunity to Yashembri and Dinamo. Absolutely right, because I I think Dinamo uh, really deserves to be. Well, after this season, they will be in the next Champions League, and uh, and well, uh, for 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 this Monza team, it wasn't everything bad, you know. They they gained the spot in the Cef in the Cef. They probably could win the thing if if the teams uh, keep keep along, 
Uh, now we have, for example, the, the news that uh, um, uh, Lanza uh, went to play the playoff in France. So, yeah, uh, but uh, resuming the, the, the series, uh, we all know that uh, when Lyon is, is on, the, they, they are still, there are uh, a few chances for a small team like Monza to keep, uh, to, to win even a, a set. Monza, it wasn't the, the Milano of the quarterfinal that uh, surprised everyone by winning uh, two games, two, no, one game, one. sorry. Game uh, one. Uh, but uh, I really expected more from this Monza team, especially Lagunziha. And uh, Sabornok is being around in Italy for uh, four years now, I believe. And it, it seemed like they, they, they are the, the next prospect, but at the same time, they, they, they need something that I don't know what it is, but they fell short. So uh, Peruvia, of course, taking out Leon. Uh, they still have this problem. Who, is, uh, who has been hunting, hunting them for the entire season, which mean the opposite, uh, which is the opposite thing. Musai, their horse, uh, Atanasievi didn't play uh, in, the, in the entire season. Uh, news coming from Perugia says that they says that he will be ready. Come on, you are not ready for the entire season. You really think people believe that you will perform so well? In the finals, this is uh, this is for sure uh, will be a problem for this team of Perugia if Leon has to carry on. But I really think that with the right mindset, they can still win again from from Chivitanova. Uh, but yes, I don't know Nicola if you saw any of those matches. Both of them were in the. 11 sport uh, platform the last one was in the high sport so uh, it was even hard to watch those matches yeah i saw them and i, I agree with both of you it, it was basically a non-contest and and perugia reached the final despite the performances not just of the opposite but also from plotniski that attacked very poorly in all of the three games uh, he never went above 30% either, just like Abdelaziz. And, but I want to underline two facts. Um, that was the first semifinal in the history of Monza and the first semifinal for many of those players who have never been there before. And you've seen, especially in the, in the last game when Zavornok and Lagumzia underperformed, that they, they I, won't, I wouldn't say they lost before playing game three, but they approached the, they seems to approach the, the game with very few uh, chances of motivation to win it. Yeah, Leon did the Leon things, but I also think that the other main factor was Sebastian Sole, who played a very good series. It was selected MVP in both game three and game, and, and game two. And, and also I had, um, there's a player in Monza that have been around for decades, which is uh, uh, Thomas Beretta, the captain for Monza. And I was pretty, pretty happy to see him performing uh, at a level that at his age, he could still do some things. It uh, blocked five times in, in game two. Then it's not a, a, one of those middle blockers like Simon that every time he attacks could, could kill the opponent. So... But, but they had a good, a good game, especially in, in game two. Uh, the only game that was disputed was the first one, who ended 3-2. And, and Monza made a lot of mistakes in the set they've lost. They made it 12 in the, in the third set. And in the tiebreak, unfortunately for Monza, Lanza didn't repeat the, the performance he had in the decisive tiebreak in game three against Weibo in the quarterfinal. And it was the the weak link for for Monza who, who lost the game, but it, it it looked like a warm up for the final for for Perugia. Even if I think that I have very few chances against against Lube. And let me let me point really quick uh, one one thing because you say 
these are players that doesn't have, was the first semifinal in the history of the organization. And uh, there are some players that doesn't have, you know, it's the first time they play at this stage. Uh, for me, I believe, uh, of course, you have that, uh, that uh, argument, but we all not uh, forget that this team has experienced players like Orduna, who has been ages in this league, uh, Maxwell Holt, maybe he is, he is in the Maxwell Hall of Dynamo Moscow or Piacenza when Piacenza reached the final, but I, I, I mean, he's still relevant. It's a shame that he played almost the entire season injured. And you have Pipo Lanza. I know, I know, he's not Juan Torena or a super oxide hitter, but the, the man has some experience. And then you have these two pieces, I believe they, they, have, sh uh, they, they, they have been, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, they, they needed to prove something, you know, like Lagunsija, which for me is the rookie of the season uh, with all the, uh, uh, with the, with the excuse of Micheletto, we, but we are know that Micheletto didn't play the, the same amount of games that Lagunsija play and the men, the Turkey men have uh, uh, really good matches uh, be between the top teams in the league. So, and for me, Saboronok uh, is still the, the weak link of, 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 the, of, of this uh, team because uh, if we talk about Lagunsija, it's the first year in Italy. It's a new environment for him. And he did it well, you know, for his age and for his uh, experience. But Donovan has been in the league like four or five years in the same team. He has been, uh, he, he, he first started as a reserve and then uh, way up to be one of the regular team. But come on, uh, you have to prove something. Uh, this cannot be you... Your, your your top game so at the age of 24 or 25 uh, if you don't show more than this it's pretty obvious that uh, we have a situation here in the case of Donovan you know uh, which is a player that I really believe that could have been or uh, can be something something greater than playing in Monza so yeah that's a point that I wanted to clarify Yeah, I was specifically talking about uh, Lagumja and Zavonok when I talk about experience, that, because that was the two names that you brought out, oh, and and also Federici is the the libero is the first. Uh, but when I when I said lack of experience, I was connecting with the uh, the topics you you brought out about uh, Lagumja and Zavonok. Let's make a quick look at the ranking for the playoff for the fifth place. This. So interesting and curious uh, matches, which uh, all of us follow very, uh, very strict, strictly. I believe that you are understanding my irony. Uh, four matches out of seven. Uh, if I'm not wrong, if I'm uh, if I'm uh, wrong, uh, Nicola can uh, uh, can correct me. But uh, they will play seven seven matches. Uh, all the eight teams. Uh, Uh, one against each other. Uh, four of them uh, have been played, and now Milano has 10 points, Piacenza 7, Cisterna 7 in third place, Ravenna also 7, but on the fourth place, Verona 6, Modena 4, Padova, not Podena, Padova 4 points, and Vibo Valentia 3 points. Uh, let's say that Vibo was the team with the best chances to be in the semifinals from all these eight teams. They had a match point in the quarterfinal uh, for qualifying for the semifinals uh, against uh, Monza, but they didn't do it. And now they are on the eighth place. And some of the most interesting results in this, uh, in this matches were the, the following Cisterna, The, the team with only two wins for the whole regular season against Vibo 3-0, Modena lost to Ravenna 2-3, and Padova beat also Vibo 3-0. Does this 
idea for a playoff for the fifth place with so many matches have any sense? Of course, uh, Nicola, please. First. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I was uh, was getting that. I put the Cisterna winning twice in, in the regular season and then twice in, in, in four games should give the perspective of what actually happened. Most of the teams are playing with the youngsters or resting their stars. Some of the stars that probably will go to the Olympics already left the teams, um, Russell, Jessica and all of the, the North Americans, basically. Uh, Grozer is also injured, I believe. What? Grozer. Uh, Grozer, yeah. Grozer, yeah. Grozer is injured, so uh, it, 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 it's useful for those players who haven't played a lot during during the season to show what a, what a couple of and maybe to find a way to, to find a new contract for, for the next season in the same team or maybe in, in another team. Um, I think that Milano at the end will uh, will win it because they already won the Challenge Cup this year and they probably want to to repeat and try to do it uh, next year. And with all the problems that have been emerged in the past weeks in Piacenza, including the Polo uh, positivity to to the anti-doping uh, test, yeah, with meldonium. And, and then Baranovic, there was a scene at the end of the third set against Cisterna when Baranovic missed a couple of sets. It was subbed off. And then he argued with Faye on the bench. Faye, which is actually the general manager, the team manager, I don't know how to call it, for, uh, for Piacenza. And Musavi had to, to calm both down and almost to, to separate them. And... Modena is playing with the with the kids with Rinaldi with Sanguinetti and which was actually most of the fans of Modena were asking Gianni to do even before this uh, this tournament because as you said Ronnie and as we all seen the the so-called uh, veterans of Modena didn't didn't play that well during during the season um, and I think that maybe. Uh, one player that is actually having fun during this tournament is Sabi, because uh, uh, of the four games played by by Cisterna, he's been the best scorer in almost uh, all, of, all of them, scoring more than 20 points. I think he's already had almost 100 in this tournament. So, yeah, we'll see. It's it's more funny than interesting, in my opinion. But it's at the end, it's still volleyball and we love it so we will watch some of it in the end uh, I will ask you for both for two predictions firstly who will win the league Lube or Perugia Lube and I no I I wasn't pressing the first podcast but you know Lube for me I believe we are now uh, anonymous because I I would say Lube uh, too and who will win the fifth place I think Milano at the end. Milano, huh? yes, because uh, <laughs> the experience and the, they they have been taking seriously this uh, this yeah. mini tournament, you know. And I mean, I don't know how Nicola see this, but I I have to say that this is a uh, in in between uh, uh, what's Thomas. the name of this? Yeah, Thomas. between commas. Uh, a disgrace or are bad uh, this uh, displaying uh, for this league to have this kind of tournament posto cinque all this situation all the Olympic uh, games player leaving uh, come on you are like the NBA of volleyball and you have this uh, like we have the main show which is the the finals yeah, yeah. and you have behind the curtain, All these uh, clown matches between uh, teams that are supposedly to be superior, like Modena. Uh, come on, man. So, so uh, I know that Modena doesn't want to play a Challenge Cup. This is clear for me. Also, Piacenza doesn't want to play this tournament. They they will invest hard uh, next year. They they will bring some key pieces to to. To, uh, to to change for for the old ones and I believe uh, starting from the beginning for the pre-season with the with the work of uh, Bernardi 
they can do some damage. And, and also, we all know the situation in Modena. They will change almost the entire team. Uh, or at least the key, the key uh, players. Uh, the mystery will be who will uh, who will be the opposite you know because i if i have to uh, see i don't really uh, remember the name of this dude but uh, come on man again <laughs> no book again no uh Betori. <laughs> once again in a in a top thing underperforming like that like showing one match and the entire season vanish someone someone have uh, is 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 doing uh, bad his job, but but also, I uh, I understand that because the the problem with the Italians and foreigners, they need to they they need to do. It, but I prefer to have two uh, Italian middle blockers and the and the libero of course, which is Grevenico, and this is a problem. So this thing of Modena, many people say it will be one of the best next season, but they would they will have some problems next season and of course the valencia who play absolutely uh, really well this season but like then the next one they will renew all the team so they also don't want to 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 this is the new champion with nishida <laughs> <laughs> it will be over guys If, no chances for the I other mean, teams i mean uh... the next season is is decided If Nishida goes to, to, to Vibo Valentia, the season is decided before it they, starts. They, they, they will bring very uh, strong power like Douglas Sousa, the Olympic champion that never played in the Olympics. Mauricio Borges, <laughs> that dude play, but it's like, a, for me, normal gay, uh, player. Flavio Gualberto, another Brazilian soul. And the most overrated player in planet earth Yuhi Nishida so you have a great great combo to to really fight well for fair, fair place sixth place you know so let, let, let's keep it real right here this is okay. quality content in this podcast so uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no political correctness here uh, let's let's mention the schedule of the of the final between Luber and Perugia on the 14th of April that means on Wednesday Uh, they will play the first match in uh, in Pala Barton. The second match will be played on 18th of April in Eurosole Forum. Uh, Lube will be host. The third match is scheduled for 21st of April. And if needed, sec, uh, fourth and fifth match will be played on 24th and on 27th of April. April, that means that we're going to have uh, our podcast uh, for sure after the 21st of April, probably after 24th or even after 27th, if we have a fifth match between uh -huh. Lube and Perugia. Or it's uh, more correct to say Perugia against Lube because uh, Perugia was uh, the, the winner okay. of the regular season. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. also, as we discussed uh, internally, uh, the next podcast will include, a, of course, the final, uh, our comment and summary of the final, but also the transfer rumors uh, in the Italian league. And, uh, and uh, with that, not only the Italian league, because transfers, of course, uh, can uh, include some players who, who come or go Uh, abroad, like uh, like uh, maybe Irving Gapet, maybe Bednorsh, probably, I'm not sure for that, uh, because he has a contract with uh, Zenit Kazan for one more year, and Zenit failed in the Russian Championship uh, this season, uh, being outside of the top four, and uh, maybe one of the interesting cases of Matej Kaziski, because uh, I saw several uh, news different news in different uh, from different sources that he will play in Piacenza he will play in Perugia uh, he will play he will in will play in Valencia in Valencia with Nishida with Nishida, Nishida. yeah yeah <laughs> to, to <laughs> we all know yeah. that Matei and Nishida have uh, history yeah they family. they played together in uh, uh, Nishida uh, yeah. in, in Japan oh, yeah. uh, 
yeah. I'll show you how it's done here. So, yeah, so, so it's, it's uh, let's see. But uh, uh, but then before we 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 end this uh, podcast, really quick, uh, a prediction of the finals. For me, Lube is the favorite, but this particularly first game will be crucial for the entire series because if Lube win, for me can be a 3-0, can be a 3-0. If they keep the momentum of the semifinal, even if Perugia is resting like three days more, I don't know. Uh, but if they win this first game in Palabarton, which is, of course, uh, really hard to, to play, let's face it, even without public, uh, it's, 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 it's over for me because I, I don't really think that the, if uh, Leon and company uh, spend an amount of effort and sees uh, Lube winning at his home court, they will, I mean, I know for a fact that Leon will keep playing, but their teammates, like, come on. Uh, uh, if, if Juan Torrena keep pushing, if, uh, if Simon is uh, aggressive with the serve, of course, the entire team of Chivitanova based his game on the serve because they are a physical team, you know, uh, more than a technical one because, come on, Juan Torrena, Leal, they are, they, they, there is not much technique like uh, Mr. Goat, Jiva, you know, maybe. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know what Nicola thinks really quick. And ending this, uh... yeah, I, I don't say there's no technique in what Wantorena does. I mean, I've been watching it live for the. I past. mean, comparing comparing with uh, Chisola, let's see, or uh, another great Italian players in the past, or maybe Papi. Don't know. Papi, Papi is one of, of the course. most technical player ever seen. So comparing with Papi. To... To compare Vujevic. it with everyone. Vujevic also, I would say Vujevic. Comparing too. with Vujevic, uh, I mean, Pantorena, I think, have this aura around him, which making the, 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 the leader in, in tight situations. But he's not the best receiving or, uh, I mean, passing, passing, receiving, reception. Uh, but he's uh, selective with his shots more than Leal. Yeah. Who for me, also have a long diagonal. To the to the to the other uh, uh, court and and that that's it doesn't have that finesse. I mean, it's my opinion. Maybe Nicola has. Yeah, it, it's not Kovacevic or Ongapet, just to say two of the most technical players at, so, the, yes. at the moment. The yeah, they, definitely not. But I wouldn't say that they're not technical. That's what I, I was saying. Oh, come on, uh, but. They are technical, but not so that so the, that uh, level of yeah, yeah, uh, that, of finesse. Yeah, clearly, clearly. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with you. If Lube wins the first game, then will be a, they will swap the final. Um, they, to me, I, I don't see how Perugia could actually. Um, I mean, Perugia wasn't able to get Trento with the. I could say with the head under the water for an entire game because uh, both in the semi, if we don't count the the Coppa Italia semi final, which happened a month ago, more than a month ago, if we look at the two semi finals in the Champions League, uh, they, they weren't able to to lead the entire game from start uh, to beginning. And Lube shows against Trento and. I guess try to because it's the last um, series they played, but all season long, uh, basically they, they could f always find a player or a, a moment or a situation to solve uh, whatever problems. And it, I mean, we've seen the series. Rikliski played three games where, where he was the opposite on the court. So we, we, I don't give too many chances to Perugia. It could be a 3-1, but to me, it will never go to to the fifth uh, game. There are two players I want to see uh, closely. First of all, on Perugia's side, uh, Oleg Plotinski. I want to see what he can do in a final because I think he never he never been in a final uh, series. No. The last season ended for COVID, and in the Lube, Kamil Ritlischki. 
uh, who for me is my doubt and he is always uh, be the doubt of this team because I don't really like the too much the style of Leal, but Leal is a proof player. You know, we, we all know that Leal have been winning titles in Brazil and, and in the first year with, with Lube and now with the national teams of Brazil. So uh, Rilischki have to step up and be the champion he's supposed to be since day one. He went to Lube Civitanova and they give them the opportunity to play as a starter. So these two men, uh, let's follow when for at least for me. And the rest, uh, it's on. So yeah, for uh, from nine for from day uh, 14, we will be watching. Of course, uh, Nicola will be watching from his big uh, TV screen. And don't forget Cuban Spike. Like this is a advertising for my <laughs> platform. We'll be uh, putting all the games uh, via YouTube. Uh, so yeah. Uh, if you want, guys want to look the Italian final, that is a good place to, to do it. So, yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Bogdan. Thank you, Nicola. You can thank you to <laughs> thank you all. <laughs> uh, you took my role. And uh, yeah, yeah, of you, course. You, you uh, cut out, out yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh get out um thank you uh thank you again and thank you to all the listeners for listening to the podcast again as ronnie said you can follow and uh, watch uh cuban spike in both uh, facebook and uh, youtube uh for pilar de volley of uh, nicoa in uh, facebook and twitter the only of uh, three of us uh which is also in Twitter. And of course, uh, subscribe to Volleyball Explained uh, here in uh, YouTube or uh, in the um, audio podcast platform like Spotify and all the other. Uh, thank you again for uh, listening. Uh, and uh, I hope that you're going also to do it the next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.